0: Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Welcome back, everybody. Day 57 or 58, if you're listening on Wednesday, to the California Lockdown. I'm Alex Padilla, and he's Alex Regla. Alex, how you doing? Healthy?
1: Healthy. I'm uh, keeping my ankle elevated, icing it that type of stuff, but it's doing better. How are Good.
0: you? Good. I'm doing well. Cough's gone, uh which is nice. nice. Um just reading about, you know, LA County and how things are not really progressing as they were hoping and, you know, I'm just making sure that you're safe and staying healthy out there.
1: Well, thankfully with the ankle sprain, you can't really go out there and mm-hmm. do anything dumb or dangerous. So I'm just staying home. Like I said, elevating this thing and uh yeah, but I think they said the beaches are reopening, so hopefully everyone's safe and kind of follows the guidelines regarding
0: that yeah everyone stays safe out here in san diego i know like it's definitely not as bad as it's been in los angeles so um to stay healthy you know well, however you feel about the coronavirus, just stay healthy. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, there is uh, some news for us to talk about today, so we're not going to do any fancy comparisons or, <laughs> or what we want or what we wish or what could have happened. We're just going to talk about news news today because there is a little bit of news coming out of the NBA, so this one might be a little shorter than usual. Uh, but you can follow Alex at Alex M. Regla on Twitter. You are writing so much about basketball still. I don't know how you're doing it, but the throwdowns, your newsletter. Talk about what you wrote this week.
1: Cool, yeah. Uh, so this week, I was lucky enough to have uh, Kyle Carr, who's a writer for Brew Hoop, and they're the Espanation site for the Bucks. And uh, he came on, and we just kind of talked about the Bucks and maybe a Lakers Bucks finals preview and just all that stuff. And then uh, I don't know if you know, but the Bucks are really big wrestling fans, and they've been doing these. Uh, wrestling pregame kind of things every almost every game so i kind of just wrote a little breakdown on that but yeah just trying to keep busy and keep writing about basketball try to keep sane somehow you know
0: and you chose monster rally adventure as your song of the week i did yeah very nice very nice <laughs> so check that out um at alex m regla uh he's tweeted it out you could follow him subscribe so you get the newsletter directly to your uh, email Uh, I'm at alexpedia86. You can follow me there if you'd like. But here's the news for today. Do you want to start with uh, the union poll or the Chris Paul news, Chris Paul slash players news?
1: Uh, Maybe the poll,
0: right? The poll does make more sense. So according to Adrian Wojnarowski, the NBA players union is polling NBA players whether they want to return this season. Uh, Listen, we all think that that every NBA player 100% wants the season back. But it's just simply not the case. You know, there's going to be players that don't feel like coming back for whatever reason. You could be the Warriors and you could have absolutely no chance of making the playoffs and you don't find it worth it. Um, But the NBPA, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, is reaching out to every single NBA player. Now, how they're doing it is is a little mixed up, but they're reaching out and they're simply asking a question. Do you want to play again this season? And that's it. That's what Adrian Wojnarowski is tweeting And so far, one player has for sure said yes. And that's Jared Dudley, because he tweeted, (laughs) I say yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, Jared Dudley's kind of been really out there and open about the whole thing. And he's even kind of hinting when the season might resume and that type of stuff. But I, I think he kind of speaks for a lot of players in terms of where their interest lies here. Like they want to go out there and play. But like you said, there's definitely a percentage of players who don't feel safe or they don't, like you said, probably not worth coming back if they're out of the playoffs completely already and it's probably not worth that extra risk so uh i'm like you said i'm kind of confused about the technical aspects of the poll like you said they're texting players but Woj kind of retweeted himself later and said that they were sending a text to like a group chat of players and i'm not sure how those individuals who want to be anonymous or remain anonymous if it's a group uh, text type thing but i'd be interested to see i think eventually we'll hear types of percentages of uh, players who voted for yes or no but i guess it's just one step to try to gauge where everyone's minds are at
0: yeah and i think as far as polling every player that's important i think doing it anonymously is very important because you know peer pressure for lack of a better word is still a thing Mm -hmm. um I think it's important that you, that the NBA if they're doing this legitimately, that the union reaches out to players individually, that they keep it anonymous to everybody, and that they don't start leaking out anywhere. Well, Durant said no and Steph said yes and you know what I mean? Like you have to really yeah. do this the right way. If the, the 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 last thing the MBPA needs to do right now is lose the faith of its players immediately off the bat in the beginning of this of this get going of the NBA season again. Uh, last week, a couple of teams went back to practice facilities. You know, uh, Kevin Love w- did an interview, said how, you know, it was weird and it's it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass, especially, you know, they, there's a lot of protocols to get in, but it's worth it. So that's not going to be the case for everybody. Um, so I, I think it's a good start. I, and, and the thing that we do know about NBA and any sport in, in that's happening in the world is, is they're going to try – to get this to happen. Like, they're it's not they're not just going to quit. You know, you, you you read about, like, AHL hockey, the minor league of hockey. Like, that's canceled. That's done. You know, the NBA is not going to do that. They're going to try every option to get this going. So this is a good first step. I think if... What if, like, what if the poll comes back and they say 75% of players don't want to do it? So, like, why... Are you, this is a really good place to start for the NBA. I'm sure the owners are going to want to do it. I'm sure TV networks want to do it. I'm sure advertising partners want to do it but if the players don't want to do it that's a very big hurdle for the nba to clear
1: yeah and i think this kind of this poll is a big step towards trying to gauge where those players minds are at and uh if like you said if they actually do want to do it or not but like you said i'm 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 really curious to see what that number is i doubt we ever get that an exact number or percentage of which players said yes or no but i mean for all indication it sounds like at least the marquee names want to come back and play especially those teams who were doing well before the season was stopped and they believe they have a chance to, to win championship or not. But uh, like you said, I think every sport right now is trying to do what they can to play and kind of get that revenue coming back in and stuff like that. But you know, until then, it's just kind of a wait-and-see thing.
0: There is a lot of reports that came out after the conference call they had last week with Adam Silver, You know how he was just very blunt about the whole situation, how he didn't have answers for a lot of the – players' questions, um, how he sounded almost defeated at sometimes, mm-hmm. And that's just simply where we are as a country right now. Like We don't have answers for things at the moment. We're just kind of going through it. So maybe if you pull a player right now, that answer could change in a month. That answer could change in a week. A lot of things, you know, we've been doing this here in California for two months, and we're already starting to see reopening. So, you know, you could, who knows what another month's going to look like from now. So there's a lot of different The timing of it is interesting because it is just the beginning, but I feel like it is an important step. I don't think it has... I don't think the majority of players saying, let's just hypothetically again, saying, I don't want to play. I don't think that's going to stop the NBA from trying to get it going anyways. It's just a very interesting place to start.
1: Like, I'm not sure if you've been following like the MLB stuff or not, but like you brought up Adam Silver and kind of the way he's handled things. Do you think it's kind of... Are you more impressed, or are you kind of discouraged, or kind of, I don't know, your feelings toward him compared to MLB, since they have already kind of presented a plan about possibly returning in July, yeah, and it seems like they're trying to fast-track this thing as quickly as they can, whereas the NBA are kind of way more concerned about the player's health and safety, it seems like.
0: It does seem like it. Um, It also seems like the MLB is trying to throw in like a salary cap kind of thing with this revenue share all of a sudden. MLB... sounds a lot more complicated than what it seems like on the surface. Um, there's, you know, when you start talking about economics and all that, that just goes above my head. But from what I've read and what Tony Clark, the director of players said, it just seems like the MLB owners are really trying to push a salary cap that they've been trying to push for years. Uh And this is their way of trying to sneak it in using a health crisis to do it. The NBA is definitely not doing that. Uh, obviously the players, I believe start taking a pay cut this week, a 25% pay cut. Um, so the NBA economics is going to be every sports economics is going to be different. Right now we're just at a basic like genesis of of a plan. There is no plan right now. There's reports of we can do it in Orlando, we can do it in Las Vegas. It definitely doesn't seem like we're going to be seeing basketball at Staples Center this year anymore. No, it doesn't seem like we're going to be. You know, there's not going to be a traveling dynamic to the schedule, which might help. Which might help them fast track the whole delay of the season. Because there's not going to be travel if the season does come back. Um, But, yeah, I've tried to pay attention to MLB and NBA. It just doesn't – I don't think you compare the two. I think it's very, very different. I guess that's to your point. Um, They're very, very different in their approach. Whereas, MLB, they're just desperately trying to get a season started. Whereas, the NBA is like, we're in the middle of this. We cannot screw this up. We have to get it right because we can't stop and restart again. We literally have to get this right. Whereas, MLB, they're just desperate to get anything going. They've already missed – Eight weeks of their season? Seven weeks of their season? So about yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I was just i brought it up just because you mentioned Adam Silver and like you said, he seems really I mean, at least, you know, externally really cautious about the players' health and safety and uh just making sure that if the season resumes or basketball comes back, it's under like really strict guidelines and protocol and making sure everyone's okay. But uh yeah, like you said, I, I I like questions kinda come to my mind like in terms of a postseason like there's no home court advantage obviously if everybody has to play in the same kind of centralized location and stuff like that so it'd be a really yeah. really bizarre playoffs to actually watch
0: well let's get to the next part of the story which is the nba having a private conference call with representatives of the players union which is chris paul the president of the players association not the union excuse me the association Excuse me there. Um, on the call was LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Kawhi Leonard, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, and Russell Westbrook, according to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. And they basically have said that they want to play this season. That's what they said. So that's where we're at right now. That a lot, And that's going to go a long ways, too. When you have big-name players talking about we want to play this year that's going to have a lot of influence if they go public which this already did go public
1: no definitely and i'm sure like almost any report the reason it goes public is for a reason right like the players knew or want to get this kind of idea out there Mm -hmm. that they do want to come back and play and kind of leaking this or making it public is that is their way to making making that known and in the report it says like if these guys all back this decision to come back and play this year that's going to hold significant weight in terms of everyone else deciding if they want to come back or not which again goes back towards that poll or not to see if that's even mm-hmm. really going to weigh into the calculus or not if it's a 50 50 split or something like that if it's going to actually change things or not but i think a united like front
0: the- like that is very important you know when and I know these guys are always like the Chris Paul, LeBron James, like they're they're kinda always the outspoken guys. Yeah. But I think if you do have like a united front of their top players, it's gonna it's gonna carry a lot of weight as opposed to whether I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, let's just say like Quinn Cook doesn't want to play. You know what I mean? Like it kinda holds a little bit more weight if LeBron James says he wants to play.
1: Yeah, and I mean and instead the majority of players who are like basically not in the postseason are those Maybe not star players. They, they, you know, they probably don't want to come back and play. But if the stars do, and all everyone else is going to try to follow suit, like that usually is the first step of making sure basketball comes back. Like if your stars are on board, and it's not going to make your brand look bad. If like LeBron James came out and said like Yeah, I'm not coming back," yeah. and the NBA came back, like that would probably be a bad look. So. They at least have the support of their stars, like you said. Which yeah, is... we're not
0: at the level of replacement players yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not going to have Keanu Reeves movie kind of happening here. Which is <laughs> that's not an option. You know, they're not. The NBA is not going to proceed in that manner. Which is a good thing, obviously. Now, if you want to take it to another level, and this would all just be hypothetical be- between me and you, is what's the best way to approach a return to the NBA? Is it to finish the regular season? Like Because now you're talking about a lot of teams, whereas opposed, you can just say, okay, we have the eight on the east, we have the eight on the west, let's only worry about 16 teams, not 32 teams or whatever. So now is that the smartest way to do it? Like Because you're minimizing the amount of teams by half. Is that the proper way to do it? Is that the easiest way to do it? Now, that could be a, a thing that the NBA could decide. They might want to finish the season. We're And I've said this from 57 days ago. Whatever happens in this NBA season, there will always be an asterisk next to it. Doesn't matter who wins the finals. Doesn't matter if you start the finals now. It's just going to... There's no way around it. The season took a... At the moment, it's two months. It could be three to four months hiatus.
1: No, yeah, and... Like you bring up a good point I think that's something they have to weigh like if basketball does come back what's it going to look like and how are they going to present it and if they just go straight into the <laughs> postseason or regular season yeah, that's going to be an important decision like I think it's two different answers I think if if it in terms of quality like getting everyone in shape and making sure basketball these guys get their legs back underneath them they might need a week or two of regular season games to to kind of get back into shape and all that stuff yeah. but In terms of safety, like you said, it just makes most sense if they just cut that in half and go straight to the playoffs. And I think my guess is that's what they're going to do. And I think that's going to create a lot of kind of interesting kind of wrinkles. Like, would a number one seed get upset by an eight seed because those guys were in shape where those other guys weren't working out and that
0: type of stuff? So going back to Chris Haynes' article on Yahoo Sports, there's two things that I really want to highlight here, which is what we're talking about. The first is... Um, let's just start with the playoff thing here. This is an exact quote from his article. The majority of players who are essentially eliminated from postseason contention would rather the league start back up with the top eight teams in each conference competing in some sort of playoff. That's according to his source. So that right there tells you, I mean, obviously it's it's one source, it's one article, and it's just saying it's very broad. But in my opinion, that might be the best, easiest way to start this thing back up is with just a playoff format.
1: And I think so too. I mean, just for safety reasons, like you said, if it's just, it's going to be less games overall. It's going to be less teams, less players, less chance of you know possible contamination or less spread, less
0: staff, less broadcasters, less, less media. You know, it's just less.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's where it's going to lead. If there is basketball, that's probably the way it's going to look. Which is, I think it's. I don't think fans are going to complain if they get playoff basketball versus some regular season basketball, I think they're hungry to see anything at this point.
0: And here's another thing too, that we can start comparing MLB and NBA because I have read that MLB players are not so happy with this idea of MLB's return. Here's another thing of Chris Haynes articles uh, in a conference call with players on Friday, NBA commissioner Adam Silver stated that he couldn't guarantee the safety of the players if play resumed in a city where they would be quarantined, but assured them the league would do everything in its power to make the safest conditions possible that didn't sit well with some players with a vaccine not expected to be available for a year or two. So now, going back to what we talked about already, now you're going to get players that are weighing the option between their health and their family's health Mm -hmm. to coming back and playing basketball for a year. And that's where you start getting into like the whole economics thing. If you cancel this season, what does that mean for next season? There's not going to be a vaccine next year. You know, there's not going to be a vaccine popping up in October. That's just seems to be fact. So that's a very interesting thing to think about as well.
1: Like what you just read, I kind of, it kind of makes a new question. Like what if a player, like say, like just using the Lakers, for example, like say again, LeBron, if the basketball comes back and he decides like, you know what, for the safety of my family and everything, I just, I don't feel comfortable playing. Would, would he get fined? Would he get docked? Like how would they handle a notable player or any player deciding not to come back if basketball were to resume?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's like, the thing, like, is are you, do you leave it up to the team, or do you leave it up to the player individually?
1: Like, again, like, this is, I'm going back to, like, professional wrestling here, but one of their star, star uh, performers, Roman Reigns, he basically sat out of WrestleMania because mm-hmm. he did not want to risk his family, and he hasn't been seen on TV since. Uh, a lot of people are saying that the company is actually really upset at him. They've kind of ridden him out of storylines and that type of stuff, so... Obviously, the NBA and wrestling are totally different things, but right. it does kind of make you wonder if everyone's not on the same board here or not do not feel safe. Like you said, like Adam Silver said, that he couldn't guarantee the player's safety in any indication, really. I mean, even if it does, even if it's in one location, like we saw with the UFC thing over the weekend, like anyone could get, can, uh, become the like, come come get coronavirus so it doesn't matter yeah. where they are or how many safety regulations there are if a player doesn't feel safe or an athlete doesn't feel safe it's a really big hurdle that they still have to, to jump over
0: yeah and i know there's people probably listening right now and they're just like well it's not that big a deal they're professional athletes they'll be fine it doesn't affect them the way it's like listen man like i don't know you don't know you know what I'm yeah. saying? it hits everybody different you know are there players in the nba that are going to be in the playoffs that have asthma probably JaVale is, McKee, is, there you go right? isn't that isn't that an underlying health condition that is affecting people significantly with coronavirus i'm not saying it's going to get javel mcgee and make and kill him but you, these are things that players we look at them as players right we look at them as just being a laker they look at themselves as normal humans with families that have mothers and fathers that have elderly grandparents maybe you know not so it's 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 gonna be interesting and i i I would be willing to bet that even if the NBA comes back, there may I don't think hundred percent of the players are coming back. I really don't. Yeah. I would be I mean, surprised a if hundred like, percent of the players come back.
1: Look at a guy like Carl Anthony Towns, right? Like his mom recently just died. You know, like, mm-hmm. like it's not everyone's gonna feel safe. Not everyone's gonna feel comfortable to come back and and you know, in reality just play a basketball game. Like there's yeah. <laughs> things that are way more important than that. But at the same time, again, there's so many different things that are involved economics revenue you know the owners definitely want them to play and a lot of players want to play
0: and how about like For
1: a lot coaches of
0: that are older <laughs> you know what i mean like this affects the elderly and we're, there's older coaches there's older training staff there's old owners there's a uh, you know staff is not the youngest people pr staffs are normally a little on the older side you know it's a lot of people not just players that 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 are being taken into account and i think it sounds like me and you don't think this is going to happen that's probably how we're coming <laughs> off as um i just think that there's regardless if the season comes back or not i don't think 100 of the staff's coming back i don't think 100 of the players are coming back i don't think 100 of the coaches are coming back i do think there will be people that are taking this crazy crazy seriously and i do guarantee that there's a lot of players that don't think this is shit that this is just nothing that they can get okay. through it it's just a spectrum of of people that's just what it is It's going to be very interesting to see how they maneuver this. I also think that the NBA is fortunate that the Premier League in England got the green light to start June 1st. Uh, This Saturday, the German Soccer League comes back, and they just got 10 new positive tests in the German Soccer League, and they're still coming back. Uh, UFC happened. How did they contain it for a whole entire event? UFC has a fight tomorrow night on Wednesday on ESPN. They have another fight on Saturday. Um, so the UFC is putting on three events in eight days. If they can do that, I think that's going to be a really big benefactor to other sports. How are they doing it? Um, the NBA has been a very nice politically correct by saying we will not take tests from the public until the public has enough tests for everybody to be tested. So they're saying the nice thing. But when it comes down to it, will they actually do it? Or will they just go buy, because they're a billions of dollar organization, and just go buy all the tests they need? Like, hey, we need 15,000 tests to get the season going. We're just going to go get them. So there's no, a we- lot of things happening.
1: Yeah, and I, I think you said like we're not trying to be negative or saying it's not going to happen. But as we kind of talk through it, more kind of like these obstacles that that are really in the way that a lot of people kind of dismiss are, are still really present. And it's going to be really hard to kind of hurdle all those obstacles and make sure this stuff happens before any type of basketball resumes. And like you said, everything from staff to coaching to how the media is going to cover it. So what happens if just one player tests positive? Like, mm-hmm. do we just shut everything down again?
0: They it's shut like, it down because one player tested positive. Will yeah, they do I mean, it again?
1: They're, they're going to have to do it again. So it's just so much has to, you know, be agreed upon before this, for, for it to happen. And I mean, having the star players that you listed before their their kind of agreement that they want to do this that's a huge step forward but again it's just one step of many that still need to happen
0: um the interesting thing and listen you could you, you i don't know how it's going to work but the interesting thing that can happen if this does restart let's say let's just say the lakers because we're a lakers podcast silver screen check it out um let's say anthony davis tests positive they're in the finals. Anthony Davis not playing in the finals. Are we cool with that possibility happening? That's because that could happen. You know, I know they're going to be quarantined, but life is still going to happen. Let's say Anthony Davis, I'm not sure as if he's even married or has a girlfriend or whatever, but let's say he's doing everything he can, but he's still seeing his girlfriend. She goes out, contracts it from someone, brings it to Anthony. Anthony tests positive. Anthony's not playing in the NBA finals. Is that a possibility that the NBA is comfortable with happening? Because that could happen.
1: I mean, these are all risks that they're going to have to weigh. And I mean, they understand that anytime you kind of put all these people in this one kind of confined area, you're just increasing those risks. And like you said, even if it's not a player themselves getting tested positive, if it's a family member or a loved one, like that alone will shut things down. And I think the NBA and kind of any sport really have to weigh their options here and weigh the risks. And again, like with UFC, like we know Dana White, no matter what he wants to put on that show. Yeah. And he, uh, But with Adam Silver and an NBA and this kind of huge league, like, I'm not sure they're, they definitely want the basketball to come back, but I think they also don't want to look bad. Whereas yeah. a guy like Dana White, he could care less.
0: What's really interesting about that Dana White that you just brought up is that he actually did have a fighter test positive last week and his, yeah. co- and his coaches, two of them, tested positive.
1: And they still ran the show.
0: And they still ran the show. And I know that, supposedly this fighter told them that his family member had it, so they quarantined him and isolated him. But I don't see a lot of sports taking that chance other than Dana White, you know? (laughs) And however you lean politically, I mean, you could tell, like, that the way Dana leans politically because he's such good friends with Donald Trump. So that could have a lot to do with it. I know that some NBA players, not all, some especially the outspoken ones, are more left-leaning, Democratic-leaning. So that's going to be playing a role, you know? Like, there's so much... And we don't have answers, but for today's purpose of this podcast, that's the two things that happened today. The NBA players, so, the NBA union has polled players to see if they want to play, yes or no. And then a united front by Chris Paul, LeBron James, and some of the best players in the NBA have said, we want to play this year. And that is now public. So that's the two things that happened, uh, at least for today. And we'll see what happens next.
1: Yeah, I think Adam Silver said he had it until June, really, yes. to decide, right? So, yeah.
0: According to Chris Haynes, uh, he said he doesn't have to make a decision until June.
1: So, I mean, we're probably going to get more reports like this in the upcoming weeks and that type of stuff. But, yeah, like you said, those are two really big notable things today that happened. And uh, I'm glad we had a chance to kind of talk through them.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's great that they're trying because if the country is you know you have states that are totally reopening i think i got a text from a cousin today that said we're back in business on friday and i think wow. phoenix arizona is just gonna go back so um you know that's an nba city it's not jacksonville florida it's an actual nba city so we will see uh what happens uh as a country and as a sport for the nba um we'll see what happens next but alex uh, anything else that you want to promote for the week you got uh article coming up that you know about yet
1: uh, not yet, but um, yeah, like you said, I have that newsletter, throwdowns.substack. You can check out kind of some basketball and wrestling stuff and all that good stuff over there.
0: All right, Alex, this is a pleasure. At Alex M. Regla on Twitter, that's where you can catch him. I'm at Alex Padilla 86 on Twitter. Uh, if you see my Twitter today, it's probably a lot about the neighbors fighting, so <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> So, all right, everybody. We will talk to you guys next week. Make sure you subscribe. Apple and Spotify. Alex, thanks, man. All right, thanks.